It's time for the August 5th, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events, broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And Mahler. Poor Mahler. Don't do it, Mahler. No! 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 Oh, oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Right off the roof. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Mahler? Oh, jeez. He's he's literally trying to kill himself on account of his stock performance. Well, what what disturbs me is that uh, he... um, he chewed up his portfolio just before he did <laughs> right that. Before, yeah. yeah. I mean, now he doesn't have... He you was know, flinging it about the yeah, room. Yeah, I just... I've, I've, I've seen traders do that. <laughs> yeah. But I've never seen a dog do it. No, but... Well, his, you, you would think that a dog would have more sense. Well, I, I would think a dog's never lost so much money in the stock market before. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, it is true. Yeah, well, there you go. It is true. Oh, that's that poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it, Mahler. What, what exactly happened? What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, uh-huh. you you took your whole well, savings here. You invested from, in U.S. Yeah. bonds, and what? Oh, that was not a good idea. Yeah, and oh my God, you bought that that uh, that Greek gold just before. Oh, that wasn't a good. Yeah, uh, that did. That the Greek uh, gold. The did Greek it. gold did it. Was oh, really what. Boy. So you know, I mean, have you been you've been following the the market? Yeah. I always think of it as a horse race. That's why I like Charles Bukowski so much. I think he would have played. The market, like he played a horse race, you know, and, and he would have realized he would have written poetry about the market, like he wrote about the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. a little well, bit more, you know, not not so. The, people at, at Wall Street generally think of themselves as as geniuses. I, yeah, I believe, well, yeah. you know, as above it all. Yes, that's right. As, as, you know what what people do for labor is is beneath them. Yeah. What they really want to do is trade and talk and BS each other. Yeah. And and as if that is a contribution to society, and and Bukowski would see that, yeah. and he'd, he'd say something ugly and offensive about it. Oh, I'm sure he would do that. I, I have the sense about the stock market and about people who are involved in it. I'd say, let's just put a number on it, 25, 30 years ago yeah. in the stock market, mm-hmm. it was pretty much... Uh, a gamble. It was still more or less, to me, it was more or less, you took your chances. Today, it seems like at a certain level, a certain strata of that market, meaning uh, Goldman Sachs or whoever are kind of, they're the ones who set the rules now, as opposed to the government who used to regulate the industry. I think yeah. now there are a number of companies that now set the rules. Oh, yeah. And if you're well, in that to, circle, I think they it's did not to a gamble. some extent before. We're, yeah, you know, maybe so. But, but it's just, it's, I think a lot of it has to do with the transparency with which they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the uh, what draws attention to it, too, is the fact that it's the same people running a Republican administration's business core yeah. as there is running a, a what we thought was a remarkably different Democratic administration's uh, financial core. They're, it's the same. You're, it, yeah. d- it doesn't matter, and now this is bringing it to our yeah. attention. Yeah, I think you're right. More I think than ever. Yeah, I think where it matters, they're the same people. Yeah. All the stuff about abortion and you know w- civil rights and all the other sort of periphery issues, they, they you know, other people. Now they, you better watch yourself, Mike. Well, I now, mean, some people wouldn't say that. Well, would say that okay. wasn't a periphery yeah. issue. Abortion. Right. Right. Well, the yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're you're gonna I mean, probably I mean, get I mean, let's some put it hate this mail. Way. The social issues, 
I think, are more or less up to the whim and whimsy of the administration in charge. They have a tremendous amount of influence. That's on, true. And how well, what's disgusting about them is it's usually embraced just because they can embrace it. Yeah. Because a constituency who happens to believe in, in uh, uh, conservative financial matters also happens to believe in uh, against abortion. Yeah. They're against abortion. Yeah. So they just combine the two. Take advantage of the people who are uh, against abortion. What do they call those people? Pro-life? Well, the <laughs> social conservatives yeah. is what they like. Yeah, pro-life. Yeah. Social conservatives. Yeah. But nevertheless, the, the uh, yeah, everybody knows that people take advantage of each other. Yeah. Who am I fooling? Well, I take advantage of you every day. Uh, I lie to you constantly. Uh, Stocks uh, plunged, Mike. Okay. And so did Mahler. Driving the Dow Jones Industrial <laughs> Average to close down more than 500 points as investors appeared to lose faith in the ability of the world's policymakers to revive the global economy and stave off a rolling debt crisis in Europe. So it started in Europe. It came across the Atlantic and swept through this panic. And then we kicked the ball yeah. down the road, yeah. essentially. What kind of deal is this anyway? I, I don't know, and I, I don't understand. I, I, okay, and I don't. I don't. I will not pretend to understand all the nuances of it. Yeah. But it does seem to me that this uh, that what has happened with this bill is essentially. You're going back to the debt bill now. The debt bill. We're Just not be, talking about well, the but stock we are. Plan. But it had an effect on the well, stock market. Of course it did. But okay, well, let's talk we, about the stock market. We don't need to. We can no, talk no. about both. Okay. Oh, I think that's the reason that the, you talked about this loss of confidence. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, we often Ooh. we often think of ourselves as a island onto the rest of the world. That what we do doesn't really matter, and we shouldn't care what the rest of the world thinks of us or how they're going to react. And the rest of the world, after having watched this stupidity that went on in Washington for the last two months, has You're talking this, about the debate over the, the debate, to the non-debate, the fake debate, the uh -huh. ginned-up debate over raising the debt ceiling, uh -huh. and this completely separate issue of how we're going to revive the economy are completely two they're really different uh different issues and uh -huh. they should not have been uh they should not have been linked the way that they were and the rest of the world has said you know what these people uh have are irresponsible well yeah the, it this bill favors the very people that we paid to bail out right when they failed us before Everything. and now they're just taking advantage of the situation that they've been put in by us right it just gets worse and worse now. Yeah. The people with money are now the ones who are going to be... People the, with money. Well, people with real money. The, 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 real the, money. Real money. Have I been... The, the United States... in my pocket no good? The, the United States was giving money away right after this crisis took place in 2008 in order to try and stimulate the economy. It was going to the very wealthy, mm. giving breaks and, to the, the, and the biggest companies, and they held on to that money. Yeah. And now those people are lending that money back to the United States government at a much higher rate. In after order we to, gave it to them. After we gave it to them. Yeah. And now they're now the ones who are financing the debt that they helped create. And then on top of that, this bill continues to give them tax breaks. It gives them more money and more, more influence over the economy. And no one seems to be able to do anything about it. It's time for a revelation, Mike. It's time for a, <laughs> a revelation. revelation. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know that Apple Computer had more cash on hand than the U.S. Treasury. I saw that. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. You know, well, there's, there's, Apple Computer, more cash than the Treasury of the United States. One iPod at a time, Apple yeah. was able to amass a greater fortune. Already so reserved. And, what this is telling me. Yeah. Steve Jobs for president. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, 
You don't have to talk me into that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would have the coolest government on the planet. Oh, yeah. We would have the coolest kind I'd of... I'd do something about that flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'd do something really cool. Yeah. yeah. It'd be all... It'd... Well, you know, maybe they'd incorporate the flag into the, the apple. Maybe one of the stars would be a little apple. That's, maybe all the stars would be apples. I was say, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I like yeah, that idea. bites out of the side. Although I do know that it's Nathan Kelly cool. and has, or has, has had... Has a had. flag. A, I have the. Uh, you have yeah. the flag, the corporate yeah. flag. Yeah, or the, um, the, 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 the. I can't think of the name of the magazine anymore. I haven't. I haven't gotten it for Adbusters. Yeah, hadn't subscribed to it for years. When they first started out, I was subscribing, and then they had the flag, the corporate flag. Yeah. Where each of the stars was replaced by a corporate logo. Yeah. So you had a swoosh. And yeah. It was a very had a cool. GE very and, cool flag. Yeah. I, and it was a real. Flag. Yeah. I mean, you could, it's the size of a regular American flag. I flew it many times. People never noticed. I thought no, they great. were saluting it and everything. You could walk right down the street and people would be saluting it's, who they're really saluting. It's the ultimate product placement flag. Yeah. It was anyway. So, yeah. But, but it has enough offense in it yeah. to disturb people enough when they realize what they've been giving reverence to. I like to think of it as a reframer. A reframer? It's yeah. a reframer. It's a reframer. Yeah. There you go. As opposed to a Primer. reframer. <laughs> Barack Obama's approval rating fell by uh, 40%, to 40%. Yeah. That's the lowest mark of his presidency. That's not a star next to his name. <laughs> no. Now, how, how upset should, should I be with Barack Obama? I know that yeah, we, we yeah. often go back and forth wow. on this issue. How, how, are you upset? Do you feel that he... He's just a disappointment. I feel sorry okay. for him in a way. I, you know, I, he's, he lied. In in a big way, yeah. and and but that's what politicians do. Is, you know, on one hand, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. On the other hand, I guess I'm mad that in a way I was duped. I was kind of hoping. Yeah. I wasn't blindly going in. Right. I knew who was running against him. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, and that made him look all the better. Yeah. And he really played into those things. He yeah. he was cunning in the way Clinton was. I thought he'd be a step above Clinton. Yeah. I thought he'd be able to move some social programs forward to protect Medicare and Social Security and, and to uh, take down the budget of the uh, military a notch so we wouldn't be still fighting a war these, what, two and a half years after he took office. And not only that, fighting more wars yeah. and expanding our uh, uh, military presence around the world, presence around the world. So there. I've tried to balance whether or not he is just so beholden to very powerful interests that there's virtually nothing that he can do. And whatever progress he's made, he's been able to push along the margins of that. I don't know if that's true or not, if what I'm saying is just excuses. But you're right. In in this debate, he has continually shied away from things that, uh, throughout his presidency, that were obvious, that were popular with the American people, and seemed to be the best solution, yeah. and instead pursued this kind of DLC, Clinton-esque, corporate version of the Democratic Party. And I keep waiting for uh, something encouraging to come from his administration, something truly along the lines of what Paul Krugman has been suggesting, suggested right away during the initial stages of the economic crisis, which was... You want to put in seven hundred billion dollars into this stimulus package. You yeah. should put a trillion and a half dollars into. It. The only way you're really going to stimulate the economy where it is is to double down on what it is you need to do and really start creating jobs. And he didn't. In nope. fact, he went the other way. And uh, they haven't spent all the stimulus money. I mean, there's all kinds of things that haven't happened. And I don't. I, I I'm waiting for a reason why. 
why aren't you doing these things? Not that I expected him to be Abby Hoffman. I just wanted him to be something different. I have an email from a listener. Okay, you do. Who who brought up something that's been playing around the country. You might even have heard of it. This is from a Lauren Salmonson, who uh, the part of the email uh, I'm addressing, which addresses what Obama's doing, is the fact that uh, could this be not the fact that could this be a rope a dope strategy, a rope a dope Obama strategy? Okay, where he's he's taking the heavy punches now, and and he's waiting for the moment. Uh-huh. He's waiting for the moment to step forward and Foreman. get what it is that we wanted. Right. So he gets elected again. Because you have to time those things. That you do have to time those. If you want to get elected again, you have to know when to throw the punch. You have to know when to say that the uh, uh, the communists are uh, floating off of Nicaragua right now. <laughs> or you have to know when to say yeah. Medicare for all. Yeah. Or single-payer health care. And And... And I have heard that, and I have bought into it for, yeah. to some degree. Well, waiting. the timing wouldn't – if he was going to do it, yeah. the timing's not there. He's got – he needs to wait on this punch. But is part of this sort of grand strategy to yeah. essentially watch the economy get dragged down to a point where people are so upset? Well, he's taking hits. He's taking hits. He's, you know, Foreman's backing him into the corner. I know. It looks like he's losing the fight. I know. Let let Foreman punch himself out. Let yeah. the Republicans punch themselves out. Yeah. Is that? I, I, oh, I hope you're right. I, that's I, all I, I can I say about. It. I, I hope or whoever it is. I hope they're right. Well, I I don't know where it's. Yeah. This talk is going around the country. Lauren also writes us. That, yes. Uh, what he wants to know what we think about libertarians because this does come into the debate. Yeah. It uh, would we want. An economy run by libertarians. No. Would... <laughs> Is that, I'll give you an answer right, hey, let, right away. Let me quote him because I like Lauren. I've listened to several of their radio and TV shows and various interview appearances by the Reason Foundation guys. Yes. Including uh, on RT.com. ReasonTV.com. Yeah, yeah. You, you've seen those. I know of ReasonTV. And some of them are, are, are pretty good. Yeah, I'm not going to discuss it. Yeah, there's, they make some good points. Yeah, they do. But however, uh, Lauren says, they are utopian capitalist anarchists, clueless about political economies, and obsessed with gold. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that was a nice that, line. That's a very nice line, yeah. and I agree with him. I, I've watched enough libertarians. I've agreed with them on many issues. Yeah. But as you've said before. Talk heard, about pie in the sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've heard, uh, to, well, to paraphrase you from before, they've taken a good idea and beaten it to death. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Freudian psychologist who, yeah. who everything now, you know, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. <laughs> sometimes this isn't about sex, really. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and absolutely right. They are a frightening bunch. And, and sometimes this isn't about uh, uh, all about private enterprise. Sometimes it's about having some sort of commonwealth that's controlled by a, a, a shared democratic government. Yeah. We and, don't have that right now, right. but nevertheless, that's what we're working for, not some sort of Ayn Rand uh, utopia. It, it's really, really stupid. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to quote that line, which I think is too glib. It's a little glib, and it's, a little, it's unfair to the libertarians, but to me, most libertarians, uh-huh. most of the people who share my opinion are more liberal liberal democrat progressive and some libertarians i would say most libertarians are as to to quote that famous line now are republicans who smoke pot yeah that's generally what they are they, their econo- economic outlook is very draconian corporatist let let the marketplace 
take care of everything. Yeah. And that frightens me. Yeah. And for me, the main reason is... All you have to do is look at the toll road that goes through the hills uh, here in <laughs> yeah. Orange County. Well, there's so and, many and, Yeah, and that's, that's a, a privately run uh, toll road, or at least it tried to be. Yeah. It completely has collapsed. The government, uh, you know, our so-called quasi-libertarian government, had the foresight to... Uh, have all the repairs be paid for by taxpayers. Right. So it's owned by someone else, yet we're paying the bill for all the repairs. So I, I think in, in uh, reality, libertarian thought, it, just, it, won't, it won't meet the road. Yeah. I'm, I'm so tired of being called naive because I'm a progressive. You're yeah. so naive. Libertarians are hopelessly and completely cluelessly naive yeah. to me. Uh, and as an example— It's, I, a, it's a great idea. You I, know? I, yeah, absolutely. I, exa- and I yeah. embrace that, that idealism. Yeah. And I love referring to it every once in a while, but forget it. Uh, I go back to the Great Depression. The Great Depression to me proved that there is no such thing as pure capitalism. Because they went through an era very much like we're going through right now, where corporate interests ran the show in all ways. And then it culminated in the collapse of the economic system. And who bailed it out? We did. The government. So forget these guys. They're nuts. They're absolute crazy to think that this is going to work. It it might work in the best of times, but but it's not always the best of times, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, ever since the Great Depression, there has been this hybrid of capitalism doing basically what it thinks it wants and the government bailing it out for the last 70 years. So – I just I don't want to hear it. Uh, okay, but yeah, but mean, I love. Meanwhile, I love, yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile during all the Chevron Corporation said net income and climbed forty three percent in the second quarter. Yeah, Chevron. Well, there we go. Yeah, forty three percent up. Yeah, as rising energy demand and the Libyan conflict drove crude above one twenty five a barrel for the first time in two and a half years. One twenty five. Yeah, one twenty five. One hundred used to be the the yeah. bright light. Yeah. We didn't. I didn't even yeah. hear about that. One twenty five. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. So, yeah, I, it, yeah we're, the, the economy is suffering. But, Talk by the, to Chevron about yeah, it. By the way, the economy is uh, – the, be, these bigger companies are awash in money. They have yeah. trillions of dollars in the bank, trillions of dollars, and yet no jobs. So – and by the way, you know, we've we said this before. I'm going to say it again in the context of this, which is eight years, tax breaks for the richest, wealthiest people in America. Where are the jobs? Eight years, we've been being told they are the job creators. Eight years later – yeah. Not, and before the 2008 collapse, six years. We're still saddled with, with a liberal government. That's, that's how it works. Okay. You know, yeah. That's, that's liberal, what they would liberal say. Liberal government. Yeah. yeah, we're still we're, – we're too fettered. Yeah. We need to be unfettered. Just – can I go a little bit more yeah, into please. the oil front yeah. here? Yeah. Shell Oil uh, got a tentative agreement to um, drill offshore in the Arctic. Of course they did. <laughs> a tentative okay. agreement. Yeah. The Bureau of – Ocean Energy Management Regulation and Enforcement. Wow. That's something. That's serious. Approved a 2012 Beaufort Sea exploratory drilling plan for Shell Offshore Incorporation, a decision long awaited by the oil company, which saw its plans put on hold in the regulatory aftermath of the Gulf of Mexico's Deepwater Horizon oil spill in 2010. So now they're talking about up in Alaska. The Alaskan government's pretty excited because that will boost their economy. Yeah, folks like uh, uh, Sierra Club, not so, not so, excited. <clears throat> not so happy. Yeah, wow. The economy's doing great. If you're an oil man, if you're an hmm. oil man, have we had a president lately who was into oil? Let's see now, uh, or a vice president. Hmm. I'm trying to think if we've had a president 
and There's the vice some president. Company called uh, Harry yeah. Harry Burton, <laughs> Richard Burton, Richard Burton, Richard Burton. What is it? Yeah, that uh, uh, that's uh, Tally Tallywhacker, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Yeah, I think they're yeah. the ones. Halle Berry. Uh, yeah, they uh, they have done very well, and uh-huh. as and also they changed their name many times, so we forget who they are. Yeah. What are, what Kelly Brown and Root, and then uh, yeah. and then Halliburton, and then they're then they're super terrific. Aqualine, I Aqu- believe they're Aqualine. called now. Yeah, and now they're super terrific oil company. Yeah, smoothish, smoothish. <laughs> oh, I want one. Can I get a smoothish? I I love that sound. Is Pamflow. <laughs> super terrific, happy, clappy. Mm-hmm. Oil company, but anyway, yeah, yeah, there you go. So yeah, the oil—they're doing well. Well, hey, who knew? Breaking news: France's trade minister warned the German ambassador to Paris that plans to ban foie gras from the Cologne food fair would have global repercussions. <laughs> yeah, those French, those crazy French—they love their foie gras. Can I say that on the air? Foie gras, foie, foie, foie gras. Okay. I, Je m'appelle foie gras. Okay. The uh, city of Dallas won the right to shut down the playground. Dallas, Dallas? You've been to the playground, yeah. right? Yeah. A local swingers club featuring oh. topless dancers. Uh, they had Dallas Alice was there. Yeah. Uh, featuring topless dancers and bedroom services. Bedroom services. Bedroom service. Mm, that was, that, be a, that a cup was of where tea I, and a biscuit. <laughs> People were lining up for the bedroom yeah. services. Which had been operating as a officially designated religious institution. That would be the playground. Wow. Are, are you a, uh, a deacon? At the playground? <laughs> yeah. No. I've, I've took the test. I've, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting on the results. Just because they don't agree with what we believe in, they want to throw it under the bus, said the club's owner. Well, he's a real American. I, uh, want, I want his name. Can we put his name up on the website? for? A, he's an internet he, ordain, ordained minister, okay. just like me. Just like <laughs> A brother. He's a brother, under the, a bl- brother in the cloth. And he also adds that, uh, but can you throw the Catholic religion under the bus because of a few incidents with a few priests? No. 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 So I why, think he's on why, his, yeah. Why throw this uh, yeah. whorehouse under the bus? This yeah. religious whorehouse. The religion of oh. prostitution. The religion of the revolving. If Scientology can have a religion, I think. why can't, how, the, why can't the, the playground be a religion? Sound, is, this, is this sexist to say the church? Uh, the revolving Volvo. Can I say that? No. Okay. That's sexist. Okay. Uh, a costume Chuck E. Cheese mascot in New Mexico was accused of flipping off a four-year-old boy in a birthday photograph. Yeah. So the birthday photograph, you know, the parents get the birthday photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Chuck E. Cheese. Middle finger extended. Yeah. That doesn't seem like, that seems kind of antithetical to the whole vibe at Chuck E. Cheese. All Corbin really wanted was a big hug from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Said the boy's grandmother. Uh-huh. You know how little kids are with their idols. And now for the rest of his life. He's going to be scarred yeah. by that middle finger. Yeah. That's horrible. I think this is about time this kid got the real deal. He got to know what life is really about. I wonder how many free pizzas he's going to get on account of this. I bet that's what they're playing for right now. Yeah. You know, like a lifetime membership in Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. All all the food you can eat forever. It's going to be okay until he's about, oh, I don't know, 40. Yeah, and, and weighs go, 400 pounds. And weighs 400 pounds, yeah. and, he's, and he's still hanging out at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. That's going to be a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, then he can flip Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> yeah. off. He'll be flipping a lot of people off yeah. at that point. And I think the authorities will be t- taking that into consideration as well. But uh, um, Yeah? Yeah. You know that ban on circumcision? 
Yeah. Up in San Francisco? Uh-huh. Yeah. The, a judge struck down the ballot. Oh, good. Ban. Yeah. yeah. So you, you don't need to worry, Mike. They're, they were going to ban circumcision. Oh, okay. Well, the then that's, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's good that they were going to ban it or good that the judge overturned that? Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's what I think I'm is good. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Want me to read another one? Yeah, no, please. You just keep going through this. I just keep thumbing through my stuff. Yours is, yours is, you've got the grade A in, stuff today. Inve- <laughs> this, is a, this is a great one. Yeah. Investigators. Mm-hmm. Investigators. Mm-hmm. Revealed that at least 122 weapons recovered from crime scenes in Mexico were originally brought to the country mm-hmm. as part of Operation Fast and Furious. Yeah. Or Fast and Furious, as we like to say. Yeah. A U.S. drug trafficking sting. So it was a U.S. drug trafficking sting, you know, mm-hmm. something supported by our government to stop this crazy war on drugs. Yeah. They go under the Operation Fast and Furious title, which is, which is a great role model for... For kids, you know, yeah. don't you think? People, the, the young folk that steal cars, steal cars, jack and, them up, yeah, and then get into then big, big races, and, and then they kill people. each other. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. a good. That's a real, yeah. yeah, James Dean kind of role model. We want, we want that. Yeah, we want rebel without a cause. Yeah, running through the uh, U.S. drug trafficking enforcement agencies. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. They actually the, through this operation, mm-hmm. 122 weapons. Worry at crime scenes. 122 weapons. That's what we know about. Right. When we went to the crime scenes where people were beheaded. Right. Yeah. 122 weapons when we go into this crime scenes came well, from that program. Right. Yeah. A U.S. government run program. And that didn't set is, up is a red flag. Is there something wrong? Yeah. And there was no red flag there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, want, you want to cut some federal aid? Yeah. How about just getting rid of Fast and Furious yeah. for starters right yeah. here? It seems like it's not turning. But you know what's going to happen? That'll be one, you know, they'll talk about the war on drugs. Yeah. And, and no congressman or senator will have the guts to say, that's not the war on drugs. The war on drugs is ridiculous. We shouldn't even have the war on drugs. And he will and, be... And, and cut out funding for, for this ridiculous operation. What will save this economy is marijuana. Mm-hmm. There you go. Smoking like a real libertarian. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. Darn it. And that's where they're right. Those libertarians have got their act together. Okay. Because yeah, if you smoke enough, you'll believe them. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of smoking that's enough. That's why they're in favor. Speak, have you heard about Jerry Lewis and, and the we, muscular? We talked about, just last week. Yeah. You were talking about that. And so I went down to the muscular dystrophy. Uh-huh. That muscular dystrophy. Yeah. Association yeah. and said, get rid of Jerry. Huh. And they did. Jerry we will. You Jerry have that kind of pull? Yeah. Jerry will no longer be doing oh my the, God. Uh, MDA The power telethon. of weekly signals. Yeah. Really? What happened? Yeah. We don't know. That's the amazing thing. Well, you know now, of yeah. course, but yeah. we, we don't know. There was no reason given. He was just cut. Wow. And this has sent a lot of Hollywood comics into a, uh, whatever Hollywood comics frenzy? do when they get are upset. They, are yeah. they fr- in, a, in a frenzy? Or yeah, they're in a frenzy. Okay. In, in, a, in a comedic way. Yeah. Having a good time with it? Well, not not necessarily, but they're they're upset that that uh, you know this is a guy who'd been around forever and he's just not even talked to, just dismissed. Doesn't this sound like okay? And and just one one and you go off on no no, it, no one okay. one more thing here. What I thought was a great point about this, it would have been so cool if they'd have said this is Jerry's last telethon. There you go. Everybody, give give until your heart breaks. Yeah. Give, give, give until, it till it hurts. Yeah. yeah give till whatever. Yeah. Comes out of your pocket and then wraps around and yeah. crawls up your give that much. Yeah. Yeah. Give to your colon hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is Jerry's last marathon. Yeah. 
And they didn't do that. They didn't. Those bastards. These, these people at muscular dystrophy have just bad representation. They do. Yeah. I think they need weekly signals involved in this whole thing. I guess. But now this sounds... I wouldn't take them. To me, this sounds like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I see Larry David getting involved somehow. Because I can see... I he, can could. See, he could. I he see could it. do the uh, muscular dystrophy he association. He could be the guy. Yeah, he could be the guy. And then after about an hour, everybody turns to Let me see what up. I can do for, about that. I'll, I'll get back to you next week. We got rid of Jerry... Boom! Bringing Larry David, Larry David, to host the Larry David telethon. <laughs> the he could make NBA. wise cracks about people with, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, it would be awful. I don't want to even. It say would be it. awful. Yeah, it would, it be, would be awful. Yeah, but uh, you thought the aristocrat was a bad joke. Yeah, yeah. Just wait until he, you see Larry David at the muscular dystrophy. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! No, uh, I I am surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah, Jerry's an icon. There you go. I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was. And what what was it? Um, doesn't matter. Was that? Uh, he's back. He's back. Well, he bounced right back <laughs> yeah, from, that, yeah. from that attempt he at suicide. He was excited about Jerry. That's the way these stock traders are, you know? Yeah. yeah. They, they're up one minute, down the next. Well, You I, can't tell. Today, I, the, the stocks will go up, just like, you know, just like our good friend. Mahler yeah. is happy now. Yeah. Stocks will go up. Everybody will be happy. Well, I, I think he wants Jerry back because I know that he was heavily invested in the medical research sector of the economy. Yeah. And Jerry's telethons were a big, you know, economic driver to that section of the economy. So That's so true. So true. I don't know why I went down that. But, hey, how about, uh, how about that MFAA, guys? Is that whacked or what? MFAA. I'm sorry. I, start, I said that wrong. FAA. Oh, the FAA. Yeah, the yeah. Federal Aviation I Administration. What are they doing? Uh, Congress, yeah. in their infinite wisdom, as we know already from years and years of seeing how wise these people are, uh, re- recently left. They went on their, their August break mm-hmm. before funding— it was a five-week recess before funding the Federal Administra- Aviation Administration. Now, this dispute arises from the fact that the Republicans were upset with the funding that was going to, mar- to small airports around the country and didn't want to see that happen yeah. because they're trying to change the rules regarding the way that the union is able to vote for its, um, for its um, leadership. What the Republicans were hoping – by the way, this came at the request of Delta Airlines, who also happens to be in a lot of these smaller airports Mm – was that they wanted – the Republicans wanted to change the rules so that if you were voting to get a union or not a union, not only did you vote for – you took the vote of the people who actually voted, but you took all of the people who were eligible to vote and took their vote if they didn't vote Uh as a no vote. So if there's 100 people and 40 people vote – 20 yes, 20 no, you yeah. take the remaining 60 and yeah. cast them as no votes. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a completely radical interpretation of what democracy is. Yeah. But, this is vote. but because the Republicans didn't yeah. get their way, yeah. they walked away from the FAA and at the cost of 74,000 jobs. Well, they must be Buddhists. You know, inaction is action. There you go. Yeah. That's why I didn't think about that. The Republicans are Buddhists. Wow. So, That's good news. So this and this, for people who claim to be Democrats in the small D, meaning of the word, I've never heard of this. So that means yeah. that, in other words, every election moving forward, every, every congressman would be voted out of office every year. Because you would always have a lot more people not voting that would Oh, be yeah, of course. So yeah. by their principle. Would that get people to... Not vote or to vote more? I don't know. We could find out. I think this is we, a we radically can. different. We could find out. I think we should do if this. If you don't vote, 
It's, it's a no. When the re- so who would get elected? You know, we couldn't elect people. We could only do yes and no things this right. way. Because, right. you know, we can't make the yes vote the you can't make the, the, the can't You can't make, make the non-voters yes votes. How about this? I got it. How about each, each person has a yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you determine the election. Whoever gets the most non-votes. See, Even <clears> if you have a, you know, yeah. no, you get more votes. Well, the Republican, yeah, that's not right. No, the Republicans yeah, are arguing that a, a non-voter <laughs> is casting a ballot, and I think you. And but I would make the argument that you could just as good an argument, and that is the people who don't vote are happy with the guy that's in office now. Yeah. They don't see the need to vote because they like him. You know, we're happy. Yeah. Because I've heard Republicans make this argument. When voter turnout was going down every year until Barack Obama ran, they were George Will was saying, well, that's just an indication of just how happy people are with the, con- with the country. Uh-huh. They don't really see the need to go out and vote because they're so darn happy. Yeah. Okay. Happiness prevents a lot of people from voting. <laughs> so, oh. And in addition to that, the Republicans are trying to throw up barriers all around the country for voter IDs and all kinds of things to keep less and less people voting. So this is a, it has to do with the, the vote for air uh, for, unions. The air, unions, yeah. yeah. The unions, they, yeah. They're changing the bylaws by which you elect union That's people. That's crazy. It is. So that's, yeah. so that's the reason 74,000 people at the FAA are off, out of a job for the next five weeks. And also, yeah. in that, during that period of time, the federal government is unable to collect the taxes, the airport taxes, mm-hmm. to the tune of over a billion dollars will be lost because the FAA officials are not on, on doing their job. There's a billion point two dollars. Yeah. Did I say Down that right? the drain. Down the drain. Yeah. And 74,000 people working voluntarily, most of them are going back to their jobs on the assumption they'll eventually get paid. Because no vote accounts for no vote. Yeah. A, a no non-vote vote is now a no vote now in the eyes of the Republican no okay. uh, leadership in the House uh-huh. of Representatives. So isn't that cool. nice? Isn't that a lesson in democracy? Isn't that how libertarians would run things? You know the blimpangers over here? Just oh, yeah. Those are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our Tustin blimpangers. Yeah. Well, Historic. I, I was just... Online, yeah. as I'm often, uh, yesterday, and looking at a video of a huge new spacecraft called, built by the Eros, A-E-R-O-S Corporation, mm. um, that is going to be, it's, all, it's a combination of a blimp and an airliner, and it's used to haul cargo around. Oh, okay. Uh, lots of cargo. Yeah. Lots and lots of cargo. They just all they said was it was being built in a blimp hangar, and then they showed the Tustin Air Facility. Mm-hmm. But they didn't say it was the Tustin Air Facility. I think this is kind of semi top secret because I heard too that this uh, plane would be used for oil exploration too. Maybe because of its hovering capabilities. Yeah, I've heard of know. that part of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a huge plane, and it would make sense that they'd be building it in the blimp hangars that Aeros Corporation, but I don't know. There was no confirmation, and I tried to find it out online. So what I'm asking is if anyone is from the Aeros Corporation and is listening just to write the info at NathanCallahan.com, mm-hmm. and there. It sounds like a SoCal bite to me. Could be. Well, it could be something. Yeah, I yeah, think I'm so. just, yeah. it's, it's a, a, it's, it's, you need to see the plane. Yeah. It literally f- almost fills. The inside of the uh, uh, blimp hanger. It looks like it does. And, and the, the scaffolding of the plane itself almost mimics the scaffolding of the blimp hanger. Wow. You know, it's that, yeah. that huge of a bulbous mass. That would be, I think that would be really cool. It sounds like, I mean. Well, cool, yeah. I, I don't know I mean, where I, it's, it's headed, but. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It yeah. sounds, now I know they're filling I, Maybe these. it's good on the uh, economy as far as uh, 
not polluting the air That's as much right. and, yeah, and, and good in the economy because it won't use as much fuel to get around. I don't know. And it, if it gets... If it gets stuff off the hot freeways, gets trucks off the freeways, oh, yeah. I'm all go. in favor of that. <laughs> I, I deal with, I play Mad Max every morning with the with guys on the 710. Yep. So it's yeah, it's yeah. But you can only have one driver of the Aeros Blimp well, that's liner. True. Yeah, yeah. Well, you put a lot of people out of work, my. A yeah, lot of angry uh, truckers would be breathing down your neck. And if they knew, I can was you on, live with that? Yeah. And, and by the way, I'm on the you got I'm to. on the 710. It's a changing world. I'm on the 710 right around oh I don't know 6:30. <laughs> So, so they know know who to look for. So in, in, what's the license silver number infinity? Again? It's a ninety nine silver infinity. Uh-huh. You still have to see that. Actually, actually no, it's a Honda. I if we can get the actually, CHP to put up one of their uh, billboard warnings. You know the light warnings there. On yeah, seven ten, seven ten, flashing. Casper. Yeah, Casper. Casper on seven ten between mm-hmm. Imperial and uh, Commerce Card Club. Trucker unemployment uh, activist. <laughs> In silver, no, but it does sound. I know yeah. they're doing that with drones. They're talking about the hovering drones now. And by the way, did you see where Murdoch uh, Company they own a couple of drones? Did you know that? Wow! Yeah, good for them. Yeah, they can. Well, as long spy as on anything, as long now. as they're in business, I think I say good for them. The Obama administration is quietly moving ahead on the groundwork for a possible civilian nuclear trade agreement with Saudi Arabia. Civilian. So it's good. We're, we're going to give the Saudis our... What, what could possibly go wrong? I don't know. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> kind of like the Arabs. You know, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We're, we got... We got, we got uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big future. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to beat this story to death, but oh, I... No, I Somalia. Can, no, Somalia. Well, it's front page of the LA Times this what? week. The poor... The mother and her child yeah. cradling a, a dying child. Uh, as, uh, but uh, record levels of radiation have been discovered at Japan's earthquake-stricken nuclear power plant. The operator of the Fukushima Daiichi facility says radiation levels have reached at least 10 sieverts per hour between mm. the plant's number one and number that two Tom reactors. Sieverts? That's Tom Sievert. What a great, great picture he yeah. was. 10 up, sieverts. This was up from the previous record of three to four per hour. Three so, four sieverts. So it's three times, close to three times as much. Three workers were reported to uh, report have been exposed. Yada yada. I'm sure they're ten. Gonna die. So it's ten sieverts. Ten sieverts per hour. And it used to be three, three sieverts. To, three to four during the crisis. You know that's yeah. not a good thing already. Three to yeah. four. And it goes up to ten. Now it's, now up, it's now, up to ten. Now it's up to so ten. It's, we're getting more sieverts than we so, were before. So there's going to be a giant lizard in what e- is a emerging from. Well, it's a measurement of radiation levels. I'm yeah, going to guess, yeah, I mean, but, but uh, I don't know what it is means. It like, is it like seismology? It's, it's is like it exponentially it's higher. Like, it's like always getting an X-ray all the time. Wow. Yeah. That's, always getting a CAT scan. A you're cat, just in a CAT scan. Yeah, you're in a. You might as well live in a CAT yeah, scan. You're a in really a faulty, bad CAT scan, and that's that's what Oof. that's like. Yeah. Uh-huh. People who live to 95 or older are no more virtuous than the rest of us in terms of their diet. Exercise routine or smoking and drinking habits, according to research at Albert Einstein College of Medicine in Yeshiva at Yeshima University. So you, once you get a certain age, it doesn't matter anymore. That's what they're saying. I don't know if I, I, I buy it, but that's what the research says. Among long-living men, 24% consumed alcohol daily compared to 22%. So, you know, it's a little percentage, 22% of the general population. They're actually drinking more as they got older. I, I fully intended to embrace that. And only 43% of male centenarians, that would be 100-year-old men, yeah. 
Why do they have? Why do they call them centenarians? It sounds like they have a horn growing out of the top of their heads. You know, forty-three percent of men over a hundred reported engaging in regular exercise of moderate intensity, compared with fifty-seven percent in a comparison group. Yeah. So you know, drink more, yeah. exercise less. Yeah. Once you get over ninety, it doesn't matter. It really anyway. doesn't matter. <laughs> you're just holding on. Yeah. You're just you're just watching reruns. That's, that's of, good research. You just all that's you're doing. You're, you're hanging on every day for. Um, What's my line or whatever whatever yeah. game show you like? By the way, speaking of Somalia, just just to so, to update our our audience, yeah. the UN is now warning the food crisis in the stri- drought stricken Horn of Africa has grown to threaten more than 12.4 million yeah. people. So uh, there you go. Just wanted to. And along with that, just another little yeah. side thing, and then I'll get to Anne finally. The U.S. is sending hundreds of millions of dollars in weapons to Ugandan soldiers who are selling the arms to the men they're fighting. So that's al-Qaeda in Somalia. I know I said Ugandan soldiers. A new report by the United Nations and picked up by Somalia Report lays out how the $500 a month salary paid to Ugandan troops is delivered to their families, leaving soldiers with no money for necessities. So they have their weapons and stuff and turn around and sell them. They're selling U.S. rifles, rockets, and ammunition to middlemen who are selling them to al-Qaeda linked to Somalian forces. At least that's, that's what this U.N. report says. U.N. report. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Obama administration sought to assure aid groups that they can deliver desperately needed food to famine-stricken parts of Somalia without fear of persecution or prosecution, sorry, even if some assistance is diverted to al-Qaeda-linked extremists. So remember, we weren't allowing any U.S. groups to send any food aid over there. Now we are, even though some of the, the funds over there are going to. Now, now, real quickly, I, I realize there are all kinds of structural, social, yeah. political, financial issues in Africa, but it's so distressing that every few years, on m- mass, millions of people just perish from yeah. that from that continent. I mean, yeah. I know that there's a lot of underlying reasons, but it just seems so distressing that it's the scale of, of disaster in that in the, on the continent is unthinkable, really. Yeah. And finally. <sighs> Yes. A Glendale, California man was hospitalized in stable condition after he tried to perform surgery on himself using a butter knife. I knew I'd get a reaction oh, out of you. Oh, God, I heard about this, yeah. actually, yes. A 63-year-old man was trying to remove a protruding hernia. Protruding. I got my pros and pores all mixed up. He's sitting there with a butter knife trying to take a hernia out. When his wife called, saying she was worried that her husband had hurt himself, she called the police. The wife told investigators that her husband was tired of waiting for the surgery and decided to cut it out himself. I think that's it's kind of an analogy here with, with the debt crisis. <laughs> I think what, you know, Obama will look out his window one day and you'll see a bunch of Americans outside. With butter knives. With butter knives, trying to, trying to cut out the sore. <sighs> yeah. When they arrived, oh. when the police arrived, they found the man lying naked. On his lounge chair of in course. the patio area yeah. of his home, taking it easy, I guess, <laughs> with, with the handle of the knife sticking out of his stomach. While officers waited for paramedics to arrive, the man pulled out the knife and stuck a cigarette inside the open wound. There's something not, not right with the Was guy. he cauterizing if his... He thought, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what he was doing. But, you know, if there's any doubt that something was uh, wrong with the guy that would try to operate him on himself yeah, with a butter yeah, knife... Yeah. I think the cigarette would kind of confirm that data. Police said the man didn't hit any vital organs, but would likely receive the hernia operation performed by real doctors sooner than he expected. (laughs) 